This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to another episode of Crosses and Graces, and my name is Peter Holm. So before we get started today on the whole topic of socialism and why it is nothing like Christianity at all, I want to make sure you guys hit that like button down there below there. If this helps you out, make sure to subscribe to the Restoring the Faith channel. Thank them always for hosting this type of material. Um, also, please check out the Ecumen channel if there's stuff there that you like. Help encourage us to continue working on that catechism so that you guys can learn more. And yeah, let's uh, comment everything that you possibly have in your minds. You're like, hey, what about this? Or why did you do that? Or I don't agree here. Throw that down in the comments below and I'll be happy to answer it. All right. Socialism is not Christianity, period, done, end of discussion. But it's not because we're going to talk about it. Here's the thing. Jesus was not a socialist. And you may hear people say things like that, but it's nonsensical. It doesn't actually compute, okay? Jesus believed in private property. Jesus believed in hierarchies and order. And he believed in more constructs and power giving than, say, a government alone because he's God, okay? When you look at socialism, socialism does not talk about that individual responsibility of private ownership and the responsibility then to take that property that you have, whether that is your money that you give for alms, or that is the house that you have and how you can take in and help the sick and the poor and all the other property that you earn throughout your entire life. Those things are part of Christianity, Socialism, by contrast, says you shouldn't have those. In the end, we need to spread it all around so that no one has the ability to have any more than anyone else, even though God didn't make all of us equal. He made some of us have the ability to make a lot of money and then be able to help other people out. Other people, their job was public service and they weren't going to make a ton of money and things like that. Okay. Socialism is bad because it ultimately, because of the way it was conceived, places a bunch, well, maybe not a bunch, this is the problem, it places a finite amount of money value on each human life. That's terrible. The human life is infinite. If Christ gave his entire self an infinite gift on the cross so that he could redeem us, and he would have done it for any one of us, that is way more than any money could ever be worth, okay? And if we accept this, then Socialism now is sitting in direct contradiction to God, where he says we were worth his sacrifice, and socialism says you're only worth a little bit of money. That's not good, okay? Socialism, by its very nature, makes men tools, cogs in a system, capital to be expended, and tossed aside when we're not useful anymore. That sounds terribly evil. In the end, it means everyone is now put into a tiny little pigeonhole. You have only this much value until someone says you don't anymore, and then they discard you. That is satanic, okay? Nothing short of it. Now, where does this set of ideals come from? Because right now, it permeates everything. You see it in news. You read it everywhere. You get social justice warrior out on the streets in restaurants and everywhere else these days. Plus, you see it on TV, media, wherever, okay? Where does this come from? Socialism is the fruit. 
of the whole sequence of events, which ultimately lead to the Enlightenment and Freemasonry, and then ultimately which follows the French Revolution, Karl Marx, and the Soviet Union, okay? Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, mind you, okay? So what are the key tenets of all of those movements? Whether we're talking about the Enlightenment, we're talking about Freemasonry, we're talking about communists, we're talking about French revolutionaries, or we're talking about Judaism, as they put in their own Talmud. What are we talking about? What are the two key tenets of all of those beliefs? One, Christ is not king, and there is no authority which supersedes man. And two, Christ is not divine. If Christ is not divine, then the natural world is all there is, and all power and focus must be done here and now for this tiny little bit of life because what after what happens after we don't really know or care evidently and that's what freemasons socialists communists the enlightenment period people as well as judaism espouses okay yes judaism talks about god but they have remade god and remember judaism as a religion denies the existence of christ the king okay they say he's not here yet he's not done they are sitting in contrast and conflict with god because they won't accept christ okay now freemasonry when you look at it includes the kabbalah it includes judaism there are direct ties absolutely to judaism communism and freemasonry they're all together and socialism is another fruit of that where does marx come into this i guess let's back up first henry de saint simon as well as a handful of enlightenment revolutionary thinkers technically post-french revolutionary thinkers like henry de saint simon are the guys who actually come up with the whole notion that is utopian socialism okay they're the ones who start talking about getting rid of property and getting rid of power and they're the ones who start the writings and the philosophies that Karl marx takes on and builds into what would become the communist manifesto and a whole bunch of other social societal breakdown stuff Karl Marx is a troubled man. He comes from a Jewish family. He, who had, the family had converted to Lutheranism. Marx ends up going off to college and then falls away and starts writing satanic poetry. That's <laughs> this guy then goes on to team up with Frederick Engels and they would go on to join an organization known as the League of the Just. So they've been talking back and forth and trying to figure out all of this socialism stuff that he's learned about. They join the League of the Just, which is a Masonic organization. They end up tying themselves together with another organization out there modeled on the Carbonari. And they Carbonari are Italian Masons, by the way, Italian Freemasons. This is all coming from the same group of stuff. And Freemasonry originates from four ish lutheran priests uh around the turn of the 17th century who start authoring a bunch of documents and the rosicrucians are what would become freemasonry it's a whole nother topic if you guys want to know more about it put it in the comments i'll add more and we'll build on it but the communist league forms out of a freemasonic lodge and then they ultimately within a year and a half of marx and engels going on to join them would publish the communist manifesto the communist manifesto then ultimately talks about how to perpetuate and bring socialism to the entire world um critical theory comes from it a whole bunch of other stuff socialism is not just the value of a man and distribution of wealth it has to deny christ's 
as king because that's the only way they can justify revolution everywhere they go and it has to deny divinity which therefore you don't focus on anything that comes after this life you focus on the here and now and your power okay these are all terrible things and completely counter to everything that is christian now frederick engels builds on what marx had done after marx passes away and finishes the origin of the family private property and the state this is his idea as to where all the social constructs in the world have originated he says they're all man-made all right. Socialism, if it comes to fruition in its fulfillment of what it is supposed to be, ends up being a very temporal, hedonistic, greedy, liberal thing. So the amount of heresies that are wrapped into a socialist system are insane when you put them all together. Now, Lenin, by and large, disagreed with the hedonistic part. So in terms of no marriage, and you could have whatever relationships you wanted, physical or otherwise, with anyone you wanted. He was not against, or he was not for that. He was against all the hedonistic stuff. But he agreed that it was up to men to create and manipulate and change all of that, and that God was not a factor whatsoever. Okay, so Lenin, the guy who helped lead and ultimately first ruled the Soviet Union, agrees that yeah, there's no God really in charge of all this. We do whatever we want. And don't worry about divinity. Now power and money and get rid of all the guys who are rich. Okay? Unless you become rich. That's the whole nasty part of socialism. Someone has to run it and control all the resources. Those guys end up rich. It's completely reversed, disordered. Again, these people are promoting vice, not virtue. This is why socialism in and of itself, because it is based on envy, it is based on greed, it is based on pride, and ultimately the anger that goes along with it to do the things that need to be done to stop the people that they say are in power. Now, all of that makes socialism utterly, utterly evil. In the end, this is why we see socialist movements go on to murder hundreds of millions of people throughout the world over the course of the hundred years it has been implemented. So we're looking at over a hundred years since the Soviet Union came to be, but you have to go back all the way to when Henry de Saint Simon creates socialistic ideals, acknowledge the fact that the French Revolution was fought on those same ideals, no Christ the King and no divinity. This is satanic all right so acknowledge satan is in this and there's no way satan and god can work together socialism and christianity are completely incompatible all right and now socialism is sitting in all of these different countries all over the world today and causing all sorts of havoc all right now from the standpoint of being catholic every pope from leo the 13th to benedict the 16th condemned socialism in one capacity or another not all of them with encyclicals some of them just with comments and letters and whatnot but they all condemned it using words like hideous destructive wicked and perverted to describe socialism there's nothing about socialism that is catholic whatsoever period done now before we go i'm going to leave you with one quote to talk about some reading assignments and then we'll exit for today all right so the quote here from pius XI in 1931 Socialism is based, nevertheless, on a theory of human society peculiar to itself and irreconcilable with true Christianity. Religious socialism, Christian socialism, are contradictory terms. No one can be at the same time a good Catholic and a true socialist. Now, if we listen to all of that stuff, okay, that I've just said, all of those facts, all those details, and we start reading a little bit, 
we will realize and should understand and teach others socialism is evil and is ultimately a way to undo Christianity. Okay, we cannot follow it. If you want more resources on this, look at Leo the Thirteenth, Rerum Novarum, Leo the Thirteenth, Quad Apostolici Muneris, Pius the Eleventh, Mit Brenadert Sorge, and Pius the Eleventh, Divini Redemptoris. Okay, those are all anti-socialist encyclicals, and there are many more. I will put a handful of these down in the links below. So hopefully that'll help you guys out. Now, hopefully this was a helpful episode for all of you guys today. I am happy to do more like this to just hit really high wave tops for communism for freemasonry and any other types of things where you're like wait a minute i thought we could do these things together we could be you know mm, we have to figure out what true christianity is and what does not mix all right and i'm happy to go and help explain that for you so again if you like this video hit the like down below thank you for watching today please subscribe to the restoring the faith please subscribe to the ecumen channel thank you all for watching may god bless us all saint joseph pray for us all right take care have a good one